afternoon. Tony Sincata here for the Daily Roto Podcast. Of course, DailyRoto.com, the newest, funnest, most informative daily fantasy sports site on Al Gore's world, which is the Internet. And we come to you each and each and every day, Monday through Friday, of course, right here on the Fantasy Sports Network. Uh, we're on DailyRoto.com. We're on iTunes, and we hope to be coming to your living room someday. That's the whole goal of this show is just to come to your living room. And it's amazing to me is when you look at what people are doing as far as podcasts go today, it seems more and more people – 50% of the people out there are listening to the podcast in their smartphone, and I guess they would be listening on their way to work, to and from work, and have the little earpiece in, so uh, things are changing in the way things are viewed and listened to every single day in modern day. It's absolutely amazing. Your phone is now uh, a piece where you can look up all your information, hear all your information, and of course plug it into the car and listen on the way to work. So I want to thank all the people out there listening. Of course, it's the DailyRoto.com podcast where you get the best premium content in the world. Time to get ready for some Major League Baseball, uh, which will be happening us. Of course, April 6th will be the first full day. A little later in the podcast, I will break down some of the stuff that you'll need to know, where the big tournaments are, where you should be playing at, what you should be looking at for opening day, April 6th, 2015. And, of course, we have daily fantasy basketball action on this Monday. And, of course, it's getting a little tougher and tougher to play. So one of the things that I think you need to do is you got to stop looking at the season stats, and you got to look at the last 10 games and try to find matchups in that manner. I think a lot of times when the numbers are skewed by the first you know, 50 games, we've had players change teams, we have players off of the season, we have players uh, that just don't play, and we have to see the mindset of the teams too. As some teams are competing for a playoff spot, some teams have packed it in, and we've got to take that all into account to be successful in daily fantasy basketball. So one of the things I wanted to do in today's podcast is outline basically uh, the teams by position that are struggling defensively and uh, just use the last 10 games. I think at this point we have to throw out the year statistics and data, use them as a tool, but just not as a Bible. You can absolutely vary away from that. So one of the things I'm looking at is the point guard position. Of course, the Chicago Bulls in the last 10 games – have not changed since much of the season. As long as Aaron Brooks has been at the point guard position, they have been the worst defensive club in the National Basketball Association. They're averaging allowing 47 points to point guards. This will continue, and I think you have to continue to ride them uh, going forward. At number two is the Minnesota Timberwolves, and it's amazing because it was that way prior to the season. Then Ricky Rubio came back. He had a little defense to the position. Uh, now Ricky Rubio and whoever the next point guard is and the point guard of that day as Minnesota has been beset by injuries. Uh, they're number two worse than National Basketball Association over the last 10 games. At number three, we have the Sacramento Kings allowing 46 points per game. That position has taken a hit since Darren Carlson's been out of the picture. And then at number four, we have a uh, quartet of teams uh, there. We have Portland Indiana, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and the Orlando Magic allowing 45 points per game over the last 10 games. And here's the funny thing is I'm going to go through every position, and you're going to hear the name Orlando Magic a lot. 
That's right. It's just a team absolutely defensively terrible, and we should be lining up guys. And if you've been successful in daily fantasy basketball in the last three weeks, you already know that. You've been lining guys up against these Magic who are just absolutely brutal defensively. Uh, so we see how that one plays out, but that's been an absolute killer uh, for people there. And then, of course, you have Portland and Indiana. Uh, Portland with the injuries at the uh, two-guard position, of course, the acquisition of Aaron Off. Flaw, who has been absolutely dismal uh, from the two-guard position since coming over to Portland. Uh, he's been struggling. Rodney Stuckey's been in and out of the lineup, but not known for his defense. And J.R. Smith struggling with Cleveland defensively. So that's 45 points per game at that position. Then we drop down to number eight, and we have Charlotte, Houston, and Philadelphia at 44 points per game. And you look at it with James Harden. I talked about early in the year, it seemed like defensively, he was getting it done. He was improved. But when we say improved, that's always a concern because that means you were terrible at one point and it's just the expectations are better and see how that goes. So Harden's still uh, struggling defensively in this matchup. Uh, the Charlotte uh, Bobcats or Hornets, whatever you'd like to call them. I don't know. Hornets wasn't never a favorite of mine. I think Bobcats is going to get a tougher image. You know what I mean? You walk outside, you see a hornet, you just swat it away. You can't swat away a bobcat, right? Maybe Bobcat Goldthwait you could swat away. Oh, what was that guy's name? Billy Bobcat Thornton? I don't know if he ever went by that. But friends personally call him Billy Bobcat Thornton. So Charlotte, Houston, Philadelphia, all 44 points per game. At the shooting guard position, the two guard, Orlando, the number one worst team at defending that position at 41 points per game over the last 10 games. So Orlando, in pointing guards, in shooting guards, another team that joins them. They're the second worst at both guard positions. That is the Minnesota Timberwolves at 40 points per game. Uh, so the Minnesota Timberwolves right there. And then the Denver Nuggets at number three at 40 points per game. The Los Angeles Lakers, who will be in action in a historic matchup against the Philadelphia 76ers. Remember the days? I don't know. Depends on how old you are, I guess. I used to dream like Magic, James Worthy, Jamal Wilkes against Julius Irving, Andrew Tony, Maurice Cheeks. And now what are we left with? Jeremy Lin versus Isaiah Kanan. Not Isaiah Kanan. <laughs> you get the picture. Uh, I'm not even I'm not even excited. Ish Smith. I just called Isaiah Kanan. Would you know the difference if you were walking in Walmart between Ish Smith and Isaiah Kanan? Huh? Would you? Be honest. They are the fourth worst at defending the shooting guard position. And Portland, 39 points. Uh, it rounds out the five. So the worst five teams at defending the shooting guard position, Orlando 41, Minnesota 40, Denver 40, Lakers 39, and Portland 39. It's Tony Cicada from DailyRoto.com. Of course, you're hearing this podcast on the Fantasy Sports Network or iTunes or at DailyRoto.com. And great, great stuff. I'll tell you what's interesting. A lot of people are looking at the niche sports and I, I'm sorry if I offend anyone by calling this a niche sport. That, of course, is daily fantasy hockey. And Chris Pacheco is doing a great job of actually lining that up every day. And the people in the forum actually are knocking out of the park, too. 
So you could always get information uh, on these niche sports from DailyRoto.com. So even if you don't get the premium service from Drew Denkmeyer or Mike Leone because it's not a, a sport they've tackled yet, all the information is at DailyRoto.com. So make sure you are absolutely checking that out. Heck, we even had WrestleMania preview there. Great job by Jake Seeley. And Greg Sussman from RotoExperts.com uh, pointing all that all out because there was a free contest over at Countermove.com uh, where they were given $250 of free prize money. Uh, so you can go and grab that. And, of course, if you're going to be in the area, I'll be in Huntington Beach, California at the Fantasy Aces Live Fantasy Basketball Championship this weekend, uh, April 3rd and 4th. So make sure uh, if you're there, Hook me up on Twitter, and uh, maybe we could meet up for lunch or something like that and see how that goes. And, of course, claim the next $100,000 live event. Of course, $40,000 will go to the winner in that big event. At the small forward position in the NBA, there's only two teams that are really struggling in the last 10 games. And once again, that is the Orlando Magic allowing 44 points to the small forward position and the Denver Nuggets at 43. Now, Denver's another team uh, that's struggling in a lot of these categories. Uh, Denver will be in three out of the five categories uh, there uh, that you can match up. Now, Orlando is also in three out of the five categories, as is Minnesota. So those are the teams that are really uh, struggling in the last 10 games from a defensive perspective that you could be lining up and absolutely taking a task. Remember, this is Tony Sakata, Daily Roto. When we come back, I'll break down the power forwards that you should be targeting in all your daily fantasy matchups as you get all the information you need to succeed from DailyRoto.com. We're back, DailyRoto.com. Of course, breaking down uh, the teams that you should be targeting in NBA. Of course, the final weeks leading up to the playoffs in the National Basketball Association. I was said earlier in the show that I really, really, really believe that you got to throw away the year statistics in the National Basketball Association. Concentrate on the last 10 games. The last 10 games are where the importance are at because we've had trades. We've had injuries. We have teams tanking it. We have new guys playing. Uh, so I wanted to make sure we had a point of emphasis on the last 10 games. Uh, the power forward position, 47 points. The Houston Rockets are allowing 47 points to power forwards. Uh, the Denver Nuggets allowing 45 points. And here we go, our team, the Orlando Magic, 45 here. Uh, you can all take those into account. Now, Dwight Howard uh, was back, and now he's back out. So the big men also, you can include the center there. And we will talk about today's action, Monday's action, of course, March 30th, 2015, a little later in the show. And I will break down uh, the Houston matchup where I think some of the big guys uh, we can use from Toronto Raptors will cover them. And at the center position, the Philadelphia 76 is an incredible 56 points to this position. Uh, that's four points <laughs> worse than the next team, the Brooklyn 
the Brooklyn Nets, and of course your guy, Brooke Lopez, who uh, has been considered soft in the past, and soft is the way he's going from a defensive perspective. Even though he seems to be rebounding better than he has at any time of his career, uh, he is still having a tough time on the defensive end. Uh, so Brooke Lopez has been a target from the center position. Before we get to the Monday night matchups that you should be targeting in daily fantasy sports, I want to cover where you should be playing Daily Fantasy Baseball on opening day. A lot of the great sites out there across the industry have great events. And anytime you guys get a site you don't hear in this podcast and you would like me to talk about, uh, drop me a line in the forums at DailyRoto.com, and I will be sure to point that out. I was promised an interview this week from Victive.com. We will have them on the show to talk about their new scoring format uh, that Mike Leone and myself talked about where they will use total pitching staffs. So you won't select the starting pitcher over at Victive.com. You will absolutely select the Los Angeles Dodgers, and then you'll get Clayton Kershaw for the seven innings. You'll get not Brandon League anymore, maybe J.P. Howell, Hanley Jansen right there, and get the whole team. And it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I had some cause and concerns. Uh, I thought it was a great, great point by Mike Leone. Uh, what he pointed out is now, are they going to weight the salaries different from the home teams to the road teams? Because the home teams and the road teams, uh, depending on how they go out there and how they pitch and how they get it done, are we going to look at it from an extra inning standpoint? The games that go extra innings now, are those going to be the teams that absolutely have an opportunity to look at that and say, hey, if I go 12 or 13 innings, the win is going to come from that game every night because they have the staff and the pitch is not out of the game and it's already there. How about the visiting team? The visiting team, if they're winning, the home team doesn't bat. So they only get eight innings of pitching. So it'll be interesting to see how this is all accounted for when we're talking about Evictive.com, and we will have a representative from them this week on the podcast. And we go to the big action over at FanDuel on opening day. FanDuel will have a $300,000 MLB Grand Slam. It only costs $25, and I say only, and I shouldn't, uh, because you know what, 25 bucks to some people's a lot of money. Some people it's not, so it's $25. Please re- disregard the only. Uh, there'll be 13,793 entries in this one and $300,000 in cash prizes. $200, the $200,000 monster, of course, the $20,000 top prize in this one. Uh, this will kick off at 105 on April 6th. This is open to 1,111 people. Uh, I, I played this tournament a lot last year. I love this tournament. I've never won it, but, you know, it's always the first time. I'd like to win it. 20 grand, are you kidding me? And then the $175,000 MLB squeeze, a $2 variety, right? Two bucks, two bucks. And I had this conversation with someone. I can't remember if it was over Twitter. And they were asking me about some of the big players uh, playing in $1 and $2 tournaments. And I talked about this on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Uh, you know, at first I thought maybe the, the top players should stay out of the $1, $2 tournaments and let the newer guys do it. But when they put 100,000 entries in here, 
they need everybody they can get, and they need people with multiple lineups. And it was funny is that a lot of people were thinking, hey, I don't like to play in a lot of terms. I have 100,000 people. And they said, you know what, it's still better odds than buying a lottery ticket, and you get to put your expertise and your skill into it, and you can't put any expertise and skill into the popping ball, bingo balls falling out of the uh, machine. So it's interesting how they look at it that way. So that'll be out there for people. Can you imagine, though, telling people, you just played daily fantasy baseball on the first day of the year, and you just beat 100,000 people in daily fantasy baseball. That would be the way to absolutely get it done. And then, over at FantasyAces.com, I'm going to help you out here. They have a free roll where they're giving $1,000 in cash in a free roll over at FantasyAces.com. So make sure, uh, if you've never played Daily Fantasy Baseball and you want to try it and you don't want to invest the money quite yet, uh, head over to Fantasy Aces. And uh, the site, a lot of people love it over there because you have the ability for position flexibility. You can play second base or shortstop. You don't have to uh, uh, throw them both in there. So you can use two shortstops, two second basemen. Go at it that way. First and third is the same way. Uh, outfield's there. And they have variances in their pitching matchup. So definitely take a look at FantasyAces.com and a $1,000 a $1, free roll. I'd be getting some calls and some emails if I said $100,000 free roll. Uh, everybody would be heading over there. And then, of course, they have... Uh, if you want to go over there and play, they have a three-day Survivor Contest. I'm always in love with these Survivor Contests. Uh, you pay one fee, which is $11 in this one, and it's $3,000 in winners. The top 20 uh, will get paid out in this one. So uh, that's over there if you'd like the Survivor-style contest right from opening day at FantasyAces.com. And the MLB 12500 Grand Slam with a $27.50 entry fee. Open to 500 uh, people. The top 90 cash in over at Fantasy Aces. One other thing that I wanted to cover today, of course, is over at DraftKings. The big tournament over there is $500,000 at DraftKings. The Slugfest. The top prize is $50,000 for a $20 entry fee. I just want to get this out of the way. I love playing over DraftKings. I love playing at all these sites. But i like to point out one or two things that they could use for a correction. And I'm going to point that out right when we come back from a break because there's something going on in the scoring that has always bothered me at DraftKings. I'm just one man with an opinion. I don't think I can change things overnight. But I want to rally the troops. We join together and we can fix things. I think we can get it done over at DailyRoto.com. I am going to put this up in the forum. We start a petition. In 2016, we get this removed from Daily Fantasy. We've had the kickers removed, right? Had kickers removed from Daily Fantasy over at DraftKings. Now we're going to work to get this scoring methodical change removed from Major League Baseball. When we come back from break, right here on DailyRoto.com, I will tell you what scoring change we need over at DraftKings for Fantasy Baseball 2016.
Tony Segata back, Daily Roto Podcast, and we'll get right to it. Of course, we're talking about MLB opening day 2015. And what I want to see change at DraftKings is the stolen base is worth five points. I think that's a little excessive. Guys like Billy Bean don't even like the stolen base. And I understand why you're giving the gratuitous five points, because a lot of these stolen base guys uh, are not home run hitters. So basically they could give you a little more points and are widen the player pool as far as guys that we like in baseball. That being said, I am absolutely against the negative two for a thrown out stolen base. Are you kidding me that we're going to give negative two for a thrown out a stolen base and that's going to be a worse penalty than a strikeout? You go up there and you swing three times and you miss? Come on, DraftKings. This needs to be changed. This needs to be changed right now. We need to lose the negative two for stolen bases. I'm not a fan. I don't like it. I want a petition and I want it happening. Join me at the DailyRoto.com forum as we put this together and we make this happen. I want to circle the people. I mean, a lot of people have problems in this country right now. I'll tell you what, I'm pretty happy this is my biggest problem in the country. I'm going to be honest, right? A lot of people out there want more jobs. They want a bigger economy. Uh, they want their kids to have affordable college. I want stolen bases removed for minus two at DraftKings. Let's get into it. March 30th, 2015, the NBA. What do we have going on? We have the Boston Celtics at the Charlotte Hornets. The Hornets, a four-point favorite in this one, a total of 194. And i got to be honest, we've got a slate that consists of seven games. And that total is right around the midpoint in games here. I think if you look at it from a point guard perspective, uh, some people like Kemba Walker, I think we can get absolute bargains out there, and if we want to go studs, we can do better than that. Uh, so got to see how these lineups come. You're going to have to check out uh, the premium content, but I don't have anyone that I'm looking at in this Boston-Charlotte game as far as that goes, but if we have guys injured, we'll see how that one plays out. As of now, there are no injuries slated for that game. The Lakers in Philadelphia, Philadelphia, one-and-a-half-point favorite. Jeez, that must – you think about the Lakers and all those great franchises, and you think this Philadelphia team, one of the worst teams you've ever seen, is a one-and-a-half-point favorite in a game. It's absolutely insane. Uh, you look at this one. I love the matchup for both Lakers guys, Jeremy Lin and Jordan Clarkson, in this contest. I think both guys are playable. Uh, now, Jeremy Lin's salary has rivers across site, so make sure you check that out. Also, Nerlens Noel becomes a guy that's viable against the Lakers front court that has a hard time with big men. Absolutely a play in this game there. I don't think the guard situation from Philadelphia against the Lakers is going to be enough but I don't have a problem if you want to use him. His ish, ish's price has risen across the industry here, uh, so I don't think it's an attractive matchup, but he'll come into play if you're looking at it from that perspective. Houston and Toronto are going at it, and this one, there is no line on this game as of yet. Uh, I look at this game, and we talked about the power forward position, and Patrick Patterson, I believe, has a nice matchup. But he just does not get enough playing time for my liking. But we'll see how the injuries come out, what people say about this one, and if he becomes an option there. 
you could take a price break on or someone you could go uh, and take a shot at. I'm just concerned about the menace. Jonas Valvachunas is the guy that sets up nice with Dwight Howard out of the matchup. Uh, Houston struggles with the big man. He'll be a guy in line here. And remember, Kyle Lowry is a doubtful for this game, should not play. Uh, Grievous Vasquez, if his salary has not been hired on the site that you participate on, absolutely comes into play. Then Milwaukee, Atlanta, 192.5. Jeff Teague is definitely doubtful for this game, but who knows with the Atlanta Hawks. Do they get day two arrest? Does Dennis Schroeder uh, become a play uh, in this one against Milwaukee? Milwaukee, a better team, slower pace uh, defensively. I don't think he puts up 40-plus points, but if he's on a site that you have a $4,500 value or at FanDuel DraftKings, he's definitely playable. He's someone you absolutely look at. And a lot of it is depending on who starts here and as far as uh, efficiency rates and how much usage rate uh, we're going to get out of a guy like Dennis Schroeder. Uh, that will come out uh, when we get those lineup decisions on a Monday evening. Utah and Minnesota. This is an interesting game because, of course, we've broken down on this podcast how good Utah has stepped it up defensively. And maybe in tomorrow's podcast I will actually preview the teams that are doing a great job on the defensive end in the last 10 games. That being said, I had Trey Burke on Saturday night, came out with a huge game for me. Uh, he's, he had a huge, huge game. I think he's back in play against this team, uh, Minnesota, who is one of the bottom five, of course, against point guards. And I would absolutely check the price because he's had a couple good games in a row and make sure it's still one of the lower-priced guys. And don't worry about Dante Exum if he starts. He's he's become obsolete. Joe Ingles is a nice play in a lineup decimated with injuries at the two-guard. He'll become a guy to become a cheap option, a guy can use in that one. Sacramento and Memphis, a 199 total. Sacramento is third worst in the NBA at defending point guards. Mike Conley doesn't excite me. But watch your email updates from the Daily Frontency Rundown, of course, with Mike Leone, Andrew Dankmeyer, uh, delivering the greatest information in Daily Fantasy Basketball, because maybe you can slide in a cheap Bino Udre and help yourself out with some salary cap relief in that one. And then the final game of the night is the Phoenix Suns and the Portland Trailblazers, a 202.5 total in this one. This is a game with the highest total on the evening. Brandon Knight is questionable uh, in this one. So this turns out to be another great epic matchup for Eric Bledsoe of the Phoenix Suns, who has been the recent cover boy for the premium content over at the Daily Fantasy Rundown. And, of course, Brandon Wright, with him being questionable, uh, could get the uh, Markeith and Marcus Morris guys into the equation. Uh, the Trailblazers uh, in the last 10 in the bottom five at covering shooting guards. And then we'll have to check the Portland side of injuries here because it's a great matchup. If you're going to pay big price for a guy for LaMarcus Aldridge, he comes in and he's going to be a guy uh, that you could put right there to start your team and see how well that one plays out and knock that one out of the park with Aldridge uh, there. And Damon Lillard's usage has been up there. A disappointing effort. I had him in my lineup on Saturday night, uh, so you can get it done. DailyRoto.com, nothing ever disappointing there. Uh, We'll be getting you ready, of course, previewing Major League Baseball season. If you go to the site right now, Pat Mayo and Drew Dinkmeyer have a daily fantasy basketball preview up there and how to play 
Major League Baseball Daily Fantasy Style. So if you've never done it, you want to experience it, get the information from the best. Drew Dinkmeyer from DailyRoto.com. It's Tony Sakata. I'll be on Monday morning from 9 to 11, Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. I'll be on Monday through Thursday this week with Nando DeFino. You can check all that out. Thursday, Mike Leone will be joining us in studio, so you don't want to miss on that. And that being said, I've got to go. Sayonara. It's WrestleMania night. Are you excited? Guy on Twitter was all excited about it. Were you? you got to get fired up. you got to get excited. And thank you for taking a part in the Daily Fantasy podcast from DailyRoto.com.